Radio on the Go can go with you anywhere. Download the free iPhone or Android app at RadioOnTheGo.com. Then listen live on your mobile device to 104.9 KLMJ. Radio on the Go. Attention valued customers of First Bank Hampton, this is Dave Huberger and we're getting ready for a fresh, exciting update coming your way. We're thrilled to announce that our lobby will be refreshed to serve you better than ever before. Picture this, modern, spacious, and designed with your comfort in mind. Services will not be disrupted during our lobby refresh and you can continue to shop and conduct your daily banking. We can't wait to share a new welcoming atmosphere with you. First Bank Hampton is a member of FDIC. Welcome to the First Bank Hampton Newsmaker Program. Newsmaker is an informative local broadcast presented Monday through Friday on 104.9 KLMJ with interviews available in their entirety online at RadioOnTheGo.com. Each day, newsmakers from Hampton, Franklin County, and around the broadcast area visit with Radio On The Go about events, meetings, public policy, and issues affecting our area. And now, here's today's Newsmaker Program presented by First Bank Hampton, home of Nest Egg. And welcome to today's Newsmaker here on 104.9 KLMJ. Today we're going to call this a curveball in news media as Harding County Auditor Jolene Peters was not able to join us on the Newsmaker for today, hoping to have her on early next week as part of our Newsmaker. Anyway, on today's Newsmaker, we will feature highlights of last night's Hampton City Council meeting focusing on the public comment period where Franklin County Board of Supervisor Chairman Chris Vaness informed the council about their recent proposed budget cuts for the libraries in Franklin County. Vaness talked about the reasoning behind these proposed budget cuts to the Hampton Public Library last night. As we all know, I've been on the county supervisory board. It'll be three years right? at the end of this year. And we face drastic funding from the state. I don't know what the city is dealing with, but we're going to be dealing with about $1 million less funding than the day I started. So with that, we've been looking at places. We're trying to be proactive as supervisors, looking for places to cut budgets. Unfortunately, one of those was the libraries. The minimum we give is about six and three quarter cents of the rural basic to cover the the rural needs of of our rural residents for libraries. We were giving closer to three times that amount. Some of that was coming from lost funds for the local option sales tax. So we were looking at that. And we all know we need facts. We need to gather information before we can make a decision. On May 8th, there was an email sent to Hampton Public Library Director Kim Manning asking if she knew how the funds were distributed. Each library has a different percentage on the allocation side. She did not know. The only thing we could find in the supervisor's office was something from 1987. And actually, my mother's name is on that because she was on the library board in Alexandria at that time. So you can understand this has been a difficult decision for me. My family supported that library, but I will tell you tonight, my wife and I financially support the Alexandria Library. So this has been a difficult decision. Through the process, we've gathered information. There was questionnaire sent to all the libraries. You know, what, what do you offer the public? What are your hours? What are your budgets? What are the salary percentages? So this summer even, I have three main libraries in my district. I got on the agenda for the Sheffield, Alexander, and Coulter Library Boards. It was great. They showed me their libraries. I had never been in the Coulter or the Sheffield Library. I met all their board members. I got a tour of their libraries. And I told them at those meetings that we were looking at budget cuts and to be prepared. 
Finesse stated he had been to several library board meetings this summer and talked about if these budget cuts that the Board of Supervisors proposed had anything to do with the recent book challenge at the Hampton Library. And it wasn't anything we've done, but what has been done with the state. Moving on, we get to a process that we just recently, since we could not find how the libraries had, we kind of came up with our own. You can imagine, Director Manning lately has been vocal about we cutting her more at the same time in my conferences this summer and recently the smaller libraries question why the hampton public library gets that much more than we do on october 16th director manning came in she requested to get on the, the agenda i'm glad she did she came in because we had a lot of questions and i'm sure she had some for us that day but one of the questions we asked her, her budget is over two and a half times greater than second highest budget in our county. So some of the questions I asked were, can you show me where this comes? And I thanked her because, you know, I didn't consider that she has a two-story building and that she has to staff both floors. So I thanked her for that information because I had not considered that. So basically, it was, we were having a good discussion, asking different questions back and forth and getting the answers we needed. Moving on, later in our discussion, she asked if this had anything to do with the books. And I said, my personal opinion, I've said it since meeting I attended in May at the library board meeting. And the only reason I went to that meeting is because I had heard they were seeking full benefits for their part-time help. Ron and I, we, we discussed some of these matters. We're both on the Franklin County Development and I don't care. My personal opinion on this book thing is if within reach of my grandchildren that I don't think they should be able to reach, I personally don't have to give my own money to that library, nor do I have to take my grandkids there. And for all those that keep arguing, there are other options in the county for where you can take your children to a library. The Board of Supervisors recently voted on new allocation of funding, and Vanessa said he has seen personal attacks on social media following the approval of that funding. I mentioned earlier that I went to the three three libraries in my district this summer. When I was visiting there, if books were an issue, I would have asked them. I did not ask one of those libraries what books they had. So this past week, after all this stuff's going on, I thought, out of respect, so I went and visited all three of these libraries. And I will say I did not talk to the, the librarian at Coulter because the library was closed when I went through town, but I knew one of the, one of the board members, so I went to her home, visited about what was going on. So I decided I'm going to ask about these books now. And, I was to, and so then I went to Alexander, and there's actually a board member there, and I went to Sheffield and talked with their director. And the only book I really know, because I that meeting I went to, somebody handed a sheet, and I've heard of the genderqueer memoirs or whatever it's called. So that's the only book I knew the title of. So I asked all three libraries if that book was on their shelves. None of them had it. Each one of them said they could get that book, though, if someone wanted it. One of the libraries did say that she had books with LGBTQT. I got to look it up. She had some of those books on staff. And she had used the same language as Kim to defend her, why she had those books. They have people that want to read those books. I get it. I understand it. I'm not about banning books or anything like that. This is clearly Bible, and 
I know I mentioned my mother, you know, being a librarian. I thought of that often this summer. If she were still alive, I could confide in her. I do know one thing that her and I would probably agree on is that Director Manning has soiled this beautiful Carnegie Historic Library. And it's not nothing to do with the books, nothing to do with, with the people that come and argue about the books. It has everything to do with what she did with the keyboard and her speech at their meeting. And if I believe she says she's so compassionate about libraries and all this love to the library, if she truly believes this, she will admit she made a mistake and turn in her resignation. Thank you for your time. Hampton Public Library Director Kim Manning was also in attendance last night, and she spoke during the public comment period and gave her thoughts on the budget cuts and defended her use of social media to express her thoughts about these cuts. My job as a director of the Hampton Public Library is to present budget requests to both the city and the county for the library in which I have worked for 27 years. The trustees assist and approve the proposed budget request and are informed every month of the progress of the financial management of the library. So losing 12% of the library's county funding on top of another potential budget cut from the county, I felt this information needed to be made transparent to the taxpayers of Hampton and Franklin County. The library's Facebook page has been very well received by the community and reaches over a thousand of our interested patrons. On the library's page, we post photos of Reader of the Week, photos of various programs that have either happened or will be happening. We also post library closings due to weather or holidays. I feel transparency in government and the use of tax dollars to be very important, and any budget cuts that will affect programming and hours needs to be made available to patrons as they will also be feeling the loss of some of these services. When I went to the supervisor's meeting on October 2nd, it was to learn what was the outcome and reason for the surveys we directors filled out as I had another Franklin County director asking me what was going on. In the discussion with the supervisors, who it should be noted have all attended one or more library trustee meetings, I was then told about the upcoming budget cuts as a result of the action at the state level. My last question to the supervisor that morning was, do the books have anything to do with revisiting the budget formula? Vanessa responded, no, but then he added, he wouldn't give my library a red cent and his children or grandchildren would not enter the H. Hampton Public Library. The books, as everyone knows, are the young adult literature that contains sex, violence, racism, offensive language, and LGBTQ subject matter. As of today, I still do not know the reason or the formula that redistributed 12% of the Hampton Public Library's budget amount to the smaller libraries in Franklin County. I have been to all of these smaller libraries as I represent the largest library in Franklin County. And in no way has it been my intention to harm their usual funding. But with the new formula that I do not understand why the supervisors want to cut the largest library that not only serves a larger community, but also offers services that are not necessary in these small libraries to provide. I am not a liar, and I stand by what I posted to Facebook or any other news agent and watch. And a thank you for listening to today's Newsmaker program.
First Bank Hampton's Newsmaker program can be heard every Monday through Friday on 104.9 FM following KLMJ's News at Noon. To hear today's conversation in its entirety, visit RadioOnTheGo.com, click Newsmaker under the News tab. Podcast listeners can follow Newsmaker and listen to other broadcasts on demand by subscribing to the Radio On The Go podcast for free on iTunes and Stitcher. Thanks for listening to today's Newsmaker program presented by your friends at First Bank Hampton, home of Nesteg. Hi, this is Taylor with First Bank Hampton. As harvest season comes to an end, rest assured that we will help you meet your post-harvest needs. Whether you need funds to upgrade your equipment, expand your operation, or simply bridge the gap until the next planting season, we have you covered. We have an experienced team of ag experts ready to guide you through the entire simple process so you can make the best financial decisions for your farm. Visit with one of our experienced ag lenders at either location to learn more about our financing options for your ag operation. First Bank Hampton is a member FDIC.